Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat. The truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. A bell pepper is a very mild truth. A poblano is a truth that can irritate others. A jalapeno is spicy. A Thai chili has me judging you very hard. The Reaper is a truth that you should take to your deathbed. Listen, laugh, and learn what happens when the only option you have left is to pick truth. Welcome back to Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host, Lamont Hearn Jr. And we're here to bring the heat. All right, folks, we right up in December. We all up in the in the ho ho holdem of uh, December. I'd say what Christmas is this Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas is this Saturday. It's almost impossible to believe that we're that close to the end of the year. But but we are here. So how has your week been? Um, it's been good. We've been dealing with the adventures of Jolly Ann in our house, mm-hmm. our um, elf on the shelf. And she has taken underwear out of our drawers and replaced our stockings. She has played pool with Michelangelo action figure that my wife found for me in a uh, old collection. She's crunched up or she's eaten Pringles, jumped in a Pringles can, all kind of weird stuff like that. This is a job. okay? this elf on the shelf thing. And I know you all are dealing with it. We kind of spoke on it last week as well. We kind of had some conversations about it. This is a full time job trying to keep this elf somewhere and doing something so these kids can, you know, enjoy it. So it's been very interesting. How about yourself? We too are experiencing elf on the shelf fun. At one point he was in a cast because it left a note that he tripped over toys and clothes that were on the floor in someone's room. And so, so he's had a broken, he had a sling Broken leg, it was, mm. it was a thing. Bandage on his head, hat off, like it was a thing. Right now, he's in a hammock. He's in a, a mask uh. hammock, still with a broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> now he's on the mend. Yeah. He, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's uh, he was toasty. I may have already told you all that when he was toasty and yeah. Uh, what else? He it, it's been all oh, he he was using the restroom and he had a a, a bowl clear bowl on top of the commode with his excrement in the bowl, chocolate chips. Oh, not the boo-boo. And chocolate chip style. my children wanted to eat the elf poop. We explain anything that goes in the bathroom is no longer edible. Fair. <laughs> fair. I think that's, I think that's fair. But uh, I do have a funny story that I, I've been trying to, I've only told one other person so that I could tell it on here. Okay. Saturday morning, I I get to sleep in. I wake up to the boys fussing. So I go ahead and get up and start the laundry. I go to knock on my oldest child's door. Both boys are in there. At the time I go knock, my youngest child pulls open the door. And there are, there's just a commotion. I really don't know what's going on. They're fussing at each other. And I was just trying to get one of them to do their laundry. So I'm stopping them to tell me what's going on. Lamont. My youngest child is freaking out because my oldest child put his, let me try to give you the picture. They have TVs in their room. Each of them have a remote. 
But for whatever reason, they walk around the house with their remote because the remote works on all the TVs. It's, yeah. it's a thing. Yeah. So both children are in the same room with a remote for each of them. Accidentally, well, um, <clears throat> my youngest did not want his brother touching his remote. Mm. So he grabs his remote and puts it on his penis. He rubs the remote on his penis so his brother wouldn't want it. Mm. But he accidentally grabbed his brother's remote. So his so his brother grabs his uh, the other remote and puts it on his penis. So the boys have now rubbed penises on both remotes of the other. So as I'm coming into this, my youngest grabbed toilet paper is holding his remote with toilet paper because now it is contaminated with his brother's penis. And the oldest is running to the bathroom to put the remote underwater to wash it. I'm stopping the whole show. And so I get them both Clorox wipes for their remotes. And I'm like, listen, I gotta, I gotta ask what's going on. Like why? And so embarrassed and hugging me like, I just didn't want him touching my remote. So I put it on my penis, but I accidentally grabbed the wrong remote. And you know what I said? Yeah, I don't think y'all should do that anymore. And I left. Like I was downstairs and told my husband like, yo, this is what just happened here. And he was like, I don't understand it. I said, no, I can understand you trying to claim your territory. I said, because if my brother had put his penis on the remote, the whole TV's ruined. Like, I probably would have <laughs> never touched yeah, the TV Yeah, it's got to go up in flames. It's over. But yes, the, the five-year-old and six-year-old are rubbing a remotes on their junk to prevent the other from playing with or touching said <laughs> remote. That is where I live, ladies and gentlemen. And wow. um yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I've seen some some lists that they're willing to go in certain things that I've I've seen that have been very funny uh, collectively as the kids in this group are uh, crew to the third power as we refer to them as. So, yeah, that's par for the course. That sounds about right. It was crazy. But other than that, it, it has been a good week. They, they're crazy. But uh, yeah. OK. So I, I had two of them today. I guess I can only do one. Uh, I'm going to go with the most salacious one. Okay. All right, guys. This one's called, I just found out my dad got his younger sister pregnant years ago. I was chatting with my cousin hours ago. She introduced me to this girl she met from a nearby town. It turns out that girl was my dad's other daughter. I've always believed I was the eldest of my siblings, but now I have no idea how to react to this and neither does my family. My dad told me that when he was in his 20s, he got into a sexual relationship with his younger sister, who was 18 at the time. Obviously, he got her pregnant. The situation was so shameful, my grandparents decided to give the child away to a close friend of theirs so she will be raised properly and then no one could ever speak of the ordeal again. So my grandparents decided to send my father to another city to work. There, he met my mother and after that, I was born. He never told me or my mom that he had another child out of wedlock. That kept the secret hidden for years. However, my dad's sister told my cousin about the situation because she couldn't bear to keep the secret anymore. 
After that, my cousin decided to visit my dad's other daughter and introduce her to our whole family. My entire family is gathering to discuss this matter. For the first time, this is the weirdest family reunion I have ever experienced. So the dad's a reaper for having sex with his sister. I, I, I don't mean to be as monotone as I am in this, but I'm who we've made jokes about a lot of things on this show. But yeah, that's a lot. That's that's a that's not that's the thing. I don't want to be a thing, but it's a thing. I'm going to say as far as our heat rating, I'm OK. So the again, the act of having sex with your sister to me is a don't do it. But on our heat rating, it's a reaper. But as far as the heat rating, I'm going to say it's a poblano because we say that that is a truth that can irritate others. And it's going to irritate others. I don't think there's any confusion. You might be able to even make that a jalapeno. I'm I'm not judging you for telling, which is why I won't go up to a Thai chili. I'm not judging you for telling. I'm giving a side eye, not necessarily to you. It's more like a side eye that goes around you directly to your dad in the Reaper territory. But, oh man, that's a lot. Like, so if the kid was never mentioned, did did the family know about the actual sexual act? Is my question, like everyone else in the family. Like I know the grandma knew and the dad knew. They never I, say. I, I don't. I don't think. If I'm reading this correctly, I don't think anyone else outside the family knew. I think mom, dad, brother, sister knew. I don't think anyone else knew because wow. with the with the sister finally saying, "Okay, I can't keep this in any longer. This is what happened." So she was pregnant, and when you're pregnant, it's what ten months to go all the way through the full gestation and the whole thing. Nobody like just. I feel like I would have so many questions, especially then for the baby just to up and disappear. Well, that's if anyone knew she was pregnant because people do hide it. And real talk, I don't have a daughter. Thank you, Jesus. But if my daughter and son got pregnant, we hiding that. We we are. We not. I mean, she barely going outside. She getting homeschooled. Like we're not. Put, I'm, I'm really not putting it out in the street like. I, I'm not. I'm going yeah. hide that. So I don't know. There's not enough wow. context to know. But I imagine that it was hidden. And and then and then from there, my question, I guess, would be, should he have told his wife before they got married or while they were married? Yes. Because there's a kid. Mm. I don't necessarily believe. Okay, and I know we're talking about a brother and sister, but if I remove that part of the of the of the context and just talk about sexual partners in the past, I don't necessarily know how much that matters. I know some people feel like they want to know the numbers of the part, but getting the specifics, even and all that, I don't I don't see the point. But I feel like the fact that you have another child, I would want to know. Like my wife and I have been together for ten years now. If for whatever reason, a 12 or 14 year old showed up at my doorstep and was like, I'm looking for my mom. My first response would be, I think you have the wrong house. If they were to then say that, no, I have the right house. My mother is a Keebler elf. (laughs) I'm not fooling with you. If they were to say that my wife was their mother, I would be in shock because I one, she never told me. 
and specifically in this instance, because she is a woman and women do carry children, I'd be like, man, well, I know you knew. Where to some extent, there could be a difference if I had potentially had the exact same situation occur and I had been with a young lady and I never was told she was pregnant. And then this child shows up at my house 14 years later and is like, you're my dad. If I was never told because I don't have the access to carry a child, there's information that's not there. But this guy knew that his sister was pregnant. The dad knew that he had gotten his sister pregnant. I would feel like my wife should know these things because that kid still exists. There's always a chance this information comes out. And I feel like by hiding that information, it's 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 heavier to me than just being like, babe, I stole a sandwich from Subway back in 98 when it was still $5 footlongs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's a weight to that that creates issues if you don't speak out on it. I don't know. I think that the shame that he felt may have prevented him from feeling comfortable saying what mm-hmm. it was. I think about it. If your wife said, I had put a child up for adoption, would that have been sufficient? Because I imagine there's some adoption situation going on here. They didn't just like <laughs> drop him off at the farm and were like, right, right, you right. know, they could put, put him with the nunnery and, and let them go. So you put a child up for adoption Maybe it's something I don't want to share. Maybe it was a closed adoption and I didn't anticipate it ever coming out. You know, there could have been a a, a list of reasons why you should be ashamed for conceiving your child, nephew, niece, child, niece, niece, niece. child, niece. But I mean, in, in reality, there could have been a lot of things that he thought it would never come out. Right. So I don't know. And, you know, if you put a child up for adoption, that in itself could be painful and something you don't want to talk about and you don't want to bring up. So knowing people who have actually had to give their children up for adoption and knowing people who have been adopted, I think that that's a really murky area. Yeah. And and, and so should he have told his wife before he got married? The answer to my question is depends. Mm. If you left the avenue open for your child to find you one day, I do think you should say something. If you didn't leave the uh, avenue open for the child to find you one day, whether you're a male or female, if you put that child up for adoption and you want to close that chapter of your life, you should be allowed to. Now, if you get your sister pregnant, that probably is a deal breaker for me. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Not probably. It is, it is a definitively a deal breaker for <laughs> yeah. me. Like, oh, yeah, I got a child niece. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> My child. It's your steps daughter slash niece. Right. That's like, a little it's weird. My baby mama and sister the same. Like, that is quite crazy. And so I, I'm I'm making light of it because that's what I do. I deflect with humor. But if I'm going to rate this. The truth in itself, it's a spicy truth. I'm going to give you a spot, side eye because also think of it. I guess there's three truths. It's the sister and brother's truth. That's a reaper. Take that shit to your deathbed. I'm sorry. Don't, don't tell anybody else that. Y'all had a child together. But the cousin that took it upon herself to bring the girl into the fold, I'm going with a Thai chili. Mm, I can see that. I don't know if it's your business to share. 
Right. And then if the mom was willing and wanted to, and maybe there's that component there, and then and then I'll I'll, I'll step back. But I do feel like it, it wasn't yours to share. Right. You know what I'm saying? That that just wasn't your information to share. That's just my opinion. But and then the person writing, yeah, I, it's almost um, yeah, your truth could irritate others. I, I agree with you with the poblano. Like I could imagine that really making someone irritated and and uncomfortable. Like real talk, I feel like we do that today in my family. Yo, I grew up with my cousins. We, I mean, they're a treasure trove of cousins. I swear to God, I feel like every year there's a new cousin that I ain't never know. Ain't nobody ever introduced them. Ain't nobody ever said anything. And we're ostriches, so we're not going to ask questions. But seriously, I feel like every year there's a new cousin added to the list that I have no idea who they are or anything. It's like, oh, it's my sister. And, and like, do you, what's the protocol? Like, what, what's the protocol? So I don't know. But the sister, brother, keep it. Yeah, that's a reaper. Uh, that's a that's a reaper right there. Fully, fully, and and the Madeline cousin, uh, yeah. I'm giving you, yeah, definitely side eye and poor daughter. Go get some therapy because that'll fuck me up, man. Like you want to be the like I always thought it was the eldest. I wonder if that changes things for her the way she feels and. Well, I mean, her parents aren't siblings, so she might not feel the. I don't know. I don't know that one's. I, I said outrageous. I I, yeah. I, I was going. That's I, something. <laughs> I never thought I'd read a truth just the, quite like that, but you know, and I don't know how old these folks are. I don't know where they live in the where they live in particular. Uh, but I do really, you know, I really wish peace over that whole situation. The young ladies here. Uh, I wonder if there's any issues because I mean that's that's a concern as well, like medical issues if you have your genes so closely linked mm-hmm. together. So that's, it's a whole nother. That's why purebred dogs a lot of times have issues, but I'm gonna leave that alone. Well, I have a probably terrible joke that I will say for after we record, but nonetheless, yeah, that that's my, my truth for this week. So what do you have? <laughs> All right. My truth for this week is titled, I only do chores around the house, so my girlfriend will be more willing to have sex with me. Don't get me wrong. I do like having a clean home, but I am strongly motivated by sex. I feel like if I clean the house, she'll be more in the mood to have sex or be more enthusiastic in bed. Short and sweet. That's the whole truth. Short and sweet. Hmm. More enthusiastic in bed. Hmm. You know... I actually need time to think. Okay. I don't, it's a bell pepper. It's a bell pepper. If you're doing things in your relationship to make things more pliable, do it. Like if, 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 if me sweeping out the cupboard gets her, if she, you sweeping out the cupboard gets her wet. You know what I'm saying? Like, all you did the laundry, now her panties are off, do the laundry. Like, yeah. do what you need to do to make it feel like, to, to make yourself happy. And like, you know, let me know if that works. Because then I'll start doing my husband's laundry. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, whatever you need to do to make the amp up the spice in your world and your life. And if it's that simple, do it. I don't even know if that's a confession. That might be help. That might be advice. Like, listen, my wife is tired because she feels like she does all the work. I started picking up with some of the extra work so I can get so I can slide in between them cakes. 
I, you should. Yes. So there was a comment and this is from Reddit that said, I do the same and try to do as much as I can with our son as possible. I know childcare is mentally and physically exhausting, so I try to do whatever I can to make an extra 23 seconds for sexy time in the evenings. Hey, you got, you got to do what you got to do. So note to self, I need to start putting the kids in bed. What else do I need to do? Y'all right in. Let me read some things. <laughs> um, I say that all jokingly, but yeah, this is more like uh, help than it is yeah. a confession, but then I can hear it. Can you hear it? Can you oh, hear the yeah. the... the that's manipulation. I can hear the the comments where that's if that's all you're really doing it for, then you're not really. I can hear all. I can hear all oh, the yeah. negative. You already know. And, and people think well, you shouldn't even tell anybody that. That's the only reason why you do it. You shouldn't do. It. Listen, you ain't married, are you? Or you're not in a good relationship. Because everything is compromised. Absolutely. Everything. And Absolutely. It, it is a lot easier to have a sexy time when you haven't had to do all of the laundry, all of the vacuuming, all of the cleaning, all of the child rearing. Yeah. You have no energy at the end of the day. So if all I got to do is, you know, pick up my socks and I can get a little bit of extra hum did it hum hum I don't see what the problem yeah. is. I, I, I don't see what the problem is. But no, I agree. I, I think. I will admit um, I picked this one because I think it's interesting that, like you said, on on the other end, there will be people who will get mad at this. But most people who go to their jobs are not going to their jobs going, oh, I love it. You're doing it for the paycheck. You have every intention of receiving that check, either the every two weeks you get paid, the salary or that week. So pretending like that's abnormal to how we live is just weird. And not to mention even in your relationship. I make no qualms about the fact that I understand that dealing with our children is a lot, that dealing with our households are a lot. So for me, I understand just like in my house, I cut the grass, I take out the trash, I do these different things. My wife has certain things she does as well. My wife does not and is not really able to go cut the grass because I don't, I just, I like to do it. I want to go do it. But as far as her like doing the laundry and things like that, there's plenty of times where I go and do the laundry and I normally do the dishes in the house. There's times where she does them because we understand that there's a give and take. And it's not even just necessarily about getting sexy time. It's just understanding that we have a full plate of stuff to do. And if we want to be able to enjoy each other, even if it's just as simple as being able to sit with each other, certain times if I'm not doing anything and I've done all the stuff I need to do and I have free moments, if I knock out some stuff that alleviates stuff from her. So it does allow her to be more free on whether it's just watching a show even. I mean, come on, man. Like the idea that anyone would get uptight about this and be offended by it, it really does scream to me that you don't know what it means to be in a healthy relationship and understand that you have to compromise. There's just going to be parts of that. Even, even in the context of you may be planning on sexy time and that person may pass out and you go, okay, they're tired. So that person may look at it and go, instead of you being... Yeah, they're tired. Let me get this hand to <laughs> I knew you was going to say it. I can <laughs> see it on your face. But that person may look at you and that person may look at it and go, you know what? I fell asleep. Go ahead and get this early morning delight. Get them together. Because it's, it's a whole shift and you understand that there's got to be a give and take. So you kind of look at it and go, we, we both have things we got to do and we both have responsibilities onto each other. This kind of allows us to kind of keep the, I guess, the ship 
afloat, I guess. It's kind of a weird analogy. I was trying to piece it together and it didn't come the way I wanted. Didn't fun intended. No, no, no. <sighs> that was not the intention. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, as far as, yeah, my rating as well is a bell pepper. I think this is, I think this is standard. Like, I don't think this is out of the, you know, out of the norm. I mean, I'll admit, yeah, there's things I do around my house. No good well. It helps alleviate stress for my wife. She can help alleviate me. I said it. It happens. It's it's part of the the give and take of all relationships. Sorry, Mr. Chuck, if you're listening. Oh, and well, you know, he has grandkids. True. He has grand and he's been on the show. And yeah. I'm sure this is not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but and I don't know. I think it's interesting. And I, I would wonder, just for people who are listening to the show, mm. what is your opinion around doing uh, quid pro quo? Is it, that's it right? Mm-hmm. It's cleaning up the basement so you can get a little bit more uh, sexy time. That's what we're calling it. If you think that it is manipulative or if you think that it is, it's not something you should do. You shouldn't trade sex for acts because then I could see someone going off the left end, the deep end, talking about that's prostitution. prostitution yeah. Although, you know, I think sex workers should be legal, legal yeah. and, and, and we put them in an environment where they're safe and yeah. But I mean, to me, and I guess I'm just different. I don't really see how you could just claim that as prostitution. I think if that's the case, then all relationships that are romantic in that context are all prostitution. If you want to overly simplify it, because I look at it like if you're being with someone because they make you feel good or they make you feel safe or protected, that's them giving you something. And what you give them in return is whatever you're giving them. And if you give me something. I'm just saying. So at that point, I look at it like if my if my way of showing gratitude is that if I if I'm saying thank you to my wife for being the awesome mother she is and the great wife she is and keeping our house the way she does and just keeping me up to to standards. And I do that by showering her with gifts or attention or an outing or whatever. It's the same thing. I don't really think there's a differentiation between the two. I think what people tend to do, though, is they, I guess, vilify the sexual portion of it because they go, oh, well, then that's the only thing that it's about. It's like, well, no, I want you to feel good. And if I get to feel good on the other end of it, it's not if it's one sided, it'd be weird. Like if the sex was just this person, they're just miserable doing it. That's a whole nother thing. But I feel like in that instance, I don't plan on just have you be like laying there being like, uh, like a dead fish and I'm just, you know, going to town. That seems weird. <laughs> that was a horrible image. It about. Kind of, uh, yeah, that's awkward. That is an awkward thing. So it's like, nah, like to me, I don't think anything's wrong with it. I, I think that's, I think most relationships, especially when they're healthy, that is part of it. It's unspoken. See, and I think it's something that this is a little bit off, but it should be spoken. I mm. think that, it's unrealistic and unhealthy. And it doesn't matter if it's a heterosexual or homosexual or whatever relationship. Right. That if a component of your relationship is intimacy, is sexual intimacy, mm-hmm. and denying your partner that or not cultivating an environment where both people can get together in a way that they feel comfortable, I think it's a problem. Yeah. And it, ignoring that sex is important is a problem. And, I, and it, it can be exhausting. There's a lot. I mean, you work all day, you get tired, you got headaches and all the other good fun stuff. But 
there has to be a level of agreement with your spouse or your significant other about what their needs are. Mm. You can't ignore someone's needs because you're tired. Mm. That's not fair. And, and, and I think that sometimes us women use sex as a, a vehicle for manipulation that I ain't going to give him none if he don't like the thing is, if you're not enjoying sex with your partner, you might need to reevaluate that relationship in the first place. Mm-hmm. But withholding something that you all have agreed to, that you all are intimate with is manipulation and, and it's toxic behavior. Absolutely. Not all men have a huge or enormous libido. Thought I was going someplace else, didn't you? Not everyone has this big, a large libido. And I get that. But you also have to understand that when men do have a libido, there is an expectation that you all meet in the middle. You meet someplace. And never thinking that you can withhold sex or withholding sex or thinking that I'm about to say something real sad. I'm sad out there. Your vagina is not special. It doesn't have special magical powers. It's not a unicorn. There are many, many women willing to do any and everything you want. Men, that's true for you too. Any place you won't touch, there's a man willing to do that. Anything you won't rub, someone will put in their mouth. Yeah, like, somebody will put that costume on. Some, someone will put on a bunny costume and go to work. <laughs> Hopping all up and <laughs> <laughs> hopping in and out of trouble, but I, I I say all that because I think that people look at relationships and and women. I'm not picking on us today, but one sidedly at times that we make sure that women have all their needs met. I need my flowers. I need my candy. I need my whatever. But you know, sometimes you got slob on the knob, like corn on the cob. Check in with them and do your job. I say that because intimacy is more than just sex, but you can't ignore sex as a component to relationships, no matter who you are with. And some people are asexual and they don't want anything and that's cool. But other people and most individuals need that level of intimacy. And you just come to an understanding of what works for you and your relationship. And But if you ignore it, it doesn't go away. I wonder how many people are getting cheated on right now because they're not providing their significant other with what they need. And if they just provided what they needed, they wouldn't be cheating. But if they get caught cheating, then they're this terrible human being. They're not and, ready for that conversation. But in reality, there's a human being that has shortcomings that's missing something at home that you refuse to do. Mm. And that goes both ways. Absolutely. I agree. I think what you said is right on the nose. I think people, I think people just, I mean, and not even just from a sexual standpoint, I think people just don't really choose to be actively participating in the needs of their partner. Like they feel like their partner is just supposed to be happy with whatever you give them. And I mean, obviously there's, there's some stuff within compromise and communication that you have to have like, okay, like, no, I can't be doing trampoline stuff with you because I got a bad knee or something else. Like there's a difference, but there's a whole nother way. You're just actively choosing not to do something. You expect that person to just keep going. Okay. I'm just not going to get it because you just refuse. There's a difference between genuinely having a dislike for something or 
the inability to do something versus you just choosing not to do it because you're choosing to only think of what you want to do. Yeah. Where, um, like you said, on both sides where you can't, you can't look at the other person and be like, well, you got to be able to give me what I want, but I'm only going to give you what you want when I feel like you have earned it because then it's a weird moment of being like, all right. So if I pull back from you, whether it was man or woman, if I pull back from giving you what I'm always giving you, you'd be mad. You'd be ready to be very offended by that. So, yeah. And I would expound on that in, in that for both sides of the coin, if you're not willing to pour into your partner, Mm. you know, they're not interested in anything because you're not helping anywhere. That really does matter. Mm -hmm. Like if there's a physicality to exhaustion and if someone is mentally, physically running everywhere, I don't want to slob on a knob like corn on a cob. I'm going to sleep because you aren't even willing to do the bare minimum of just Put the clothes in the dryer. Yeah. Help me help you help us. Exactly. It's a partnership. It's a compromise. It is sometimes 2080, sometimes 60, 40, very rarely 51, 49. (laughs) Yeah. But it's this up and down and it's this constant waltz of, and it's iterative. Like me and my husband, I'm, I process improvement is my thing. Uh, That's just what I'm good at. And you come up with the best plan you can and you work it out. And then when you see there are gaps, you change, you, you, you shift, you become iterative. Nothing is written. It's everything is in pencil. I, and for me, I seek out fairness. Like if my husband thinks something's not fair, well, how do we rearrange it? So it's more fair so that you get what you need and I get what I need. Everything is iterative. Everything. Like even walking the dog. We're going to change up the way we walk the dog come January. Not sooner because I'm going to express my vacation time. But honestly, you know, all he has to do is say a thing. And I'm like, all right, let's 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 rotate it so that you feel like you're getting what you need. And so I just think that people tend to be really, really selfish in relationships and look at what they don't have and what they're not getting from their partner. There's people out there who just trash. Like, I'm not talking about trash. If you're trash, you're trash. Right. You know, let's not let's not derail the conversation by being like, well, these people, we know there's some people who are just slime. Yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about the slime. We're talking about regular human beings that have shortcomings. And if you if you keep a a tiger hungry. Mm. He gonna go eat. He made his cubs. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if they really eat their own cubs. But I'm saying you right. keep somebody hungry, you somebody's thirsty, and they. I just said that get some holy water. I like I, you don't know what you're gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't had. I'm in a drought. I'm like oh look at that. It's sprinkling. Ah. Mm-hmm. Like oh that priest hit me in the face with that uh, I'm water. Not touching that one. Well, I mean, I was I was priest. I was raised Catholic. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And so uh, sometimes they would dip the branches in holy water Mm -hmm. and then they would like shake it into the crowd and then the holy water would come in. Like that's literally what I just kind of pictured. Yeah. So, yeah, I I was raised uh, Catholic. I was probably Catholic till I was like 24, 25. Mm. Yeah. First quarter century of my life, I practice Catholicism. No, we don't worship Mary. Yes, we believe in Jesus. No, it's not a cult. Like I, I've heard all kinds of crazy things. Wow. So, but you know, but yeah, that's what pictured in my head. Like you know, this gets you get that holy water. Well, that 
I just created a whole image in my head that yep. I need to stop. So I'm going to stop right there yep. with that one. But mm-hmm. my whole point was, yeah, it, it, <laughs> your truth, I think, was a bell pepper. I and agree. and I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. And and if you're out there both ways, uh, toot that harmonica, slob on that knob, do whatever you need to do for I don't know really how to. That's the that's for women. You get, yeah. She got a harmonica like in. like this stuff. Okay. <laughs> this, what is this? See, see, oh, I, it's okay. I, I would like to acknowledge that I have no experience <laughs> with cunnilingus. None, <laughs> as in never performed it. And so you're right. That doesn't really work for a harmonica. So unless you lay on the side. Listen, okay. I, I guess I <laughs> see. I can't even get my imagery right. So sorry. I guess we're gonna have to put a notice on this one. That yeah, I'm gonna have to sit on. This is we all the way out here. We talk about incest babies and harmonicas yeah, and different. slobbing on knobs like corn on the cob. Yeah, that's a song lyric. That's why I keep saying it that way. Three Check six. in with me. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's one of my workout songs. I hear it almost every day. All right. Well, I think that probably does it for this episode of Pick True. If you like today's show, help us out. Subscribe and send this show to two friends. If you've not done so already, join our Facebook group, Pick Truth, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. All right. Catch you next time. Later. We can't pick truth without you. Send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat.